0: at the first race of the weekend for the cars. You're about to see the single-seater superstars of the future in the Rocket F4 British Championship. That race due to get underway at 4.40 this afternoon. Right on cue, here arrive our Formula 4 drivers into the pit lane, getting ready to be sent out onto the circuit. And if you want to scan the entry list for this championship in your race programs, I'll direct you to the page when I find it. Flick, 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 flick. There we go. Uh, page 46 is a big programme. You see it's lots of pages. Uh, page 46, and the spotter's guide, which is very useful in terms of colour schemes and liveries, is on page 47 of the race programme. So these cars already ready and are raring to go. It's quite a different look to the entry list this year as well. Lots of new drivers coming into uh, this year's championship. And... Big grid of cars as well, which is uh, great to see. Uh, we've got five rookies going for the championship title. Some of the drivers are new to British F4, but don't qualify as being rookies because they've got enough previous uh, race experience in other categories or the Formula 4 categories uh, to, to not be classified as rookies. So there, are, there are certainly more than five drivers new to the British F4 championship this year. And uh, a few familiar names as well, and a very... International look to the championship uh, as well. The mo-
1: the most international I I, I, think so. I remember. Yeah, really impressive that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, now I make it since the the championship was formed. It was first called the MSA uh, Formula uh, when it was formed in twenty fifteen. MSA Formula wasn't it? Yeah. yeah for
1: how, how many years? Two years. Two, two years. years? Though, yeah. And then
0: yeah. and then uh, that was won by uh, Mr. L Norris, who you now. Raced quite a quick car in something called Formula 1 uh, and then it became British Formula 4. But it all evolved really from uh, Formula Ford. It was a, the a success of Formula Ford essentially. These Formula 4 cars raced all across the world now and we had this new generation of car and engine uh, and different tyres with Pirellis that were brought in to the
1: championship uh, last year. Uh, can I just interrupt you for a okay. moment Chris because I've got Ricky Collard with me who not only is a touring car driver but also uh, a driver coach extraordinaire so who are you looking after here?
2: Um, so I've got a young um, Josh Erfan, so number 12 for Carlin um, it's his first year in cars um, and he's doing really well he's, it's a big step from going from carts to these cars and the speed of these F4 cars now and, and it's such a big grid it's great to see him, a big grid I reckon you've still got a soft spot for single-seaters. I must admit I do, yeah. It's just so natural. Everything's so what I was brought up doing. So.
1: You feel at one with the car,
2: rear-wheel drive. Yeah, and I think the, that's one of the biggest things I'm struggling with with, it, 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 with touring cars is there's no aerodynamics. So I feel so slow yeah. in the chicane. But then I look at the sector times and I was like, second or third quickest through there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's It's not, it just feels that way. Yeah, and it takes. sometimes I run a bit too much speed into the corners, but it's because my whole life, that's the sort of speed that you run through, and now you're having to bring it all back. Um, I feel slow, but apparently I'm fast.
1: (laughs) You are, you're quick enough, don't you worry. And you'll carry on um, sort of training and coaching over the course of not just a race weekend, but over the course of a week.
2: Yeah, massively. For these guys, um, obviously, the, the amount of testing they do is just incredible. We're quite limited in touring cars with the testing because of the costs. But these lads are out in the cars, you know, two, three days a week. Um, it's really intense. and But that's what they've got to do to get the results. And Carlin are a great stable for uh, for the young drivers. And, you know, it's great. Thank you, Rick. Great to have a chat to you. Thank you very much. I just thought I'd make the most of that opportunity to speak to Ricky as he
1: was running back from the cars. And um, it it sort of uh, very beautifully took over um, the outlap from pit lane. So they're now going on to quick laps. Absolutely great
0: to hear from uh, Ricky Racing uh, in his second full season of the Quick Fit British Touring Car Championship in the Toyota Gazoo uh, Racing Squad going very well in the free practice session uh, this morning as uh, say so driver coaching but uh, he he raced in that first season of the MSA Formula to he
1: second did. place in the championship being only did. by Lando Norris and he was only just pipped to uh, the British Formula 3 as it was then uh, titled the following year as well so his yeah, teammates at uh, Lando that year wasn't he yeah. very very adept in a single seater is Ricky can i just say as well i was talking about the new look um, uh, Timing screen from uh, tsl-timing.com available uh, at Ptcc.net. Um uh, I did mention this morning that um, we, we also have driver's flags, nationality flags. So so now I can play identify the flags. There's a couple that I wasn't <laughs> too sure about here. What, well, in Formula 4? It, yeah. it, it makes for a very colourful um, timing screen, that's for sure. Well, we're talking about the international nature
0: of the... It's a British championship but it's really an international championship in terms of the drivers. I now make it, since the championship started in 2015, Drivers from 30 different countries have taken part in British F4 and six different continents. We, we've added Africa to that list as well now because we've got Akil Alibai, who uh, raced very well in the Ginetta Junior Championship for the last couple of years. He's uh, become the first South African to race in the championship this uh, weekend in Carnival
1: 14. Which um, is, uh, when I was uh, first uh, involved in motor racing 30-odd years ago, it's what the British Formula 3 Championship was. That's it right. was a, a magnet for, for young drivers um, on, the, on the start of their single-seater career across the world. Um, and, uh, and British f 4 is fast becoming that, that same international magnet, which is really good news.
0: No, absolutely right. And uh, Motorsport UK took over the, uh, the the running of the championship last year. and got a multi-year deal to do so. And they brought in some fantastic links. A, l- a lot of these drivers, if not all of the drivers, their aspiration is to become Formula 1 drivers, to become international single-seater racers. And there's Formula 1 links now from this championship uh, because uh, McLaren, Formula 1 team, for example, the championship winner this year gets invited to join McLaren Racing at next year's British Grand Prix. Get an immersive experience uh, very much involved with the team uh, and get involved with the team 's engineering staff and Of course, mentioned Lando Norris, who races for McLaren and used to race in this championship, won the championship. But Oscar Piastri uh, now joining McLaren Formula One joining the Formula One uh, grid uh, racing this championship only a few years ago he was second in the championship back in uh, two thousand and seventeen. Uh, Yeah, Jamie, Caroline won it. Uh, We've got links with the Alpine uh, F1 team as well. The BWT Alpine F1 team have joined up with the Rocket F4 British Championship this year. The champion will get a year-long coaching programme and some expert guidance from their team at their Human Performance Centre in Oxfordshire and Enstone. It's uh, so a great access for them, uh, which is reserved normally for the drivers themselves, the F1 drivers and the reserve drivers. Um, Mercedes AMG Petronas, this year's champion, gets a Formula One simulator experience at the team's state-of-the-art, ca- uh, state-of-the-art campus in Brackley. Uh, they get dr- uh, coaching and they get to work closely with the team's engineers as well. That, just Some of the uh, prizes on offer this year uh, to the overall champion, as well as uh, international super license points as well that you can score. Uh, Right, it is top of the times, early doors, 21 cars out on track and it is number 11 that set the early benchmark time, Uh, Louis Sharp, the New Zealander, back in his second season of the championship in what is now the rebranded Rodin Carlin uh, squad, the Australian uh, businessman who owns Rodins, back these young drivers including Liam Lawson uh, who uh, went on to uh, just miss out on the DTM title a couple of years ago and finished uh, as a multiple-race winner and top-three finisher in the uh, Formula 2 championship last year. And uh, Louis Sharp, New in Zealander as well, has gone into the top of the times in the Rodin Carling car. Rodin have taken uh, a majority... Stakehold in the hugely successful Carlin team now. There's only 74000 of a second, though, between him and Akil Alibai, who makes his single-seater debut. And then they are both pipped in this early stage by Dion Gauda, the uh, Indian driver, also in the roading Carlin car, who's the first driver to get into the 104s, a 64.962 second lap. Now, uh, the drivers were all testing here on Thursday, two test sessions they had, and the best time that we had... In the test session, was set by the Australian driver, also with Rodin Carlin, Noah Lyle, did a 104.572, so we are getting pretty close to that already. Uh, Noah, number two, was quickest on Thursday with that time. Uh, Will McIntyre uh, was uh, second quickest with a 104.6, and 104.6 as well for Aidan Neat, who is not in your entry list because he was a late entry, but he's very much here uh, for his third season of the championship, Aiden Neat, is with Fortec Racing, who've made a welcome return to the British Formula 4 grid. They did a few races last year, but... Uh Richard Dutton's hugely successful international single-seater team are back in Formula 4 and they uh, brought one of their drivers uh, a late entry, he's number 57, Aidan Neat, son of uh, British touring car racer Andy Neat and a podium finisher last year. And he, has, uh, he was third quickest on Thursday. So we'll see how he gets on. Uh, I mentioned uh, William McIntyre being quick on Thursday. He's gone second quickest for now in car number five with a uh, 65.095 second lap. Uh, Louis Sharp down to third and uh, we've also got uh, another returnee and uh, his rookie season last year second in the rookie championship was uh, Daniel Ginchard who is a former uh, world karting champion British karting champion as well number 49 now, he was backed by the Mercedes F1 team he had the driver development backing Mercedes unfortunately he lost that at the end of last year uh, but uh, then has had to try and find the backing to get back onto the grid this year he's worked hard to do so uh, and he's had some support from a number of teams with winter testing over the year, uh, over the winter, and has come back with Chris Dippman Racing, are in their second season of the championship as a team. And um, Chris's squad have got multi car entry this year. One of them is Dan uh, Ginchard, and he's going to be quick this year, I reckon. Uh, finished at the top 10 of the championship last year. He's just gone second quickest now with a 65.014 second lap. So two tenths away from Gouda's time. Gouda's in the pits, but Gara. Uh, in car 55, still quickest on the leaderboard. 49 Ginchard second, number five McIntyre in the pits is third. Uh, 77 going well is Jaden uh, parriats in the one of the Fincis by Argenti cars. Number 77 with fourth best time at the moment, but it changes because into third place goes another new name to the championship uh, the Australian driver Patrick Hoytsen rode Roda with car number 17, 1 minute 5.082. And it's super tight in the battle for second place at the moment because you have got, between uh, Ginchard, Hoitzenroder and McIntyre, the small matter of thousandths of a second in second, third and fourth places. Uh, Also impressing in sixth place at the moment is Deegan Fairclough in the JHR uh, developments car. And uh, he is uh, a driver an interesting background coming into this championship in and the e-sports uh, background at fairclough one of the uh, british drivers on the grid but you may remember us talking with rocket uh, coming into back the championship for the first time last year about the uh, early part of the year the e-sports competition that was going on to bring drivers into uh, the championship uh, it was part of uh, the rocket scholarship that was more than a 1000 gamers entered the competition and uh, Deegan, won the uh, the competition finale, which was held at the Bolton uh, University in, back in May, Bolton's National Centre for Motorsport Engineering Excellency. So he's got some kart racing experience, but gaming experience is what got him to this position. So back to season in the championship, and he's looking good at the moment, repaying it. He's gone third while I've been talking him up. So he's, he was already doing well in six. He's now gone third quickest in the number 87 cars. From Hawley in Surrey, just not far from Gatwick Airport. He's at just 16 years... Uh, of age. been racing carts since he was five, but a talented uh, gamer as well. That competition, the brainchild of Bob Fernley, who was uh, deputy team principal of Force India Formula One team, and that existed before it went on to become uh, the Aston Martin Formula One team that we uh, now know. So, 55 Gouda quickest, 49 Ginchard second, 87 Fairclough, third 17 Rhoda in fourth place, fifth place number five McIntyre, sixth place number 77 Pariat's 7th, uh, number 11, Sharp 8th, number 2, Lyle who is the driver quickest on Thursday 9th, uh, number 14, Alibi and 10th at the moment is number 7 still
1: Apparently it was only one year as MSA Formula A one, so was it? Yeah, 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 yeah So uh, Pippa, who is the uh, uh, the media person for the championship this year yes. um, sent me a text as we were struggling to recollect um, and uh, thank you, Pippa One but year, right Only one year uh, okay I thought it was two. But Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I was rubbish. I thought it was three <laughs> or four. We only wore Oh, <laughs> <laughs> The older you get, the worse your memory is. Uh, Who are you again? Uh, right, so. <laughs> Faces familiar. <me, laughs> <yeah.
0: laughs> Eight and three quarter minutes left to go in the session. Everybody's set at that time. We've only got nine, less than nine tenths of a second uh, covering the top 14 cars. Impressive that so, all the way down to the Swedish driver in 14th place, number 23, Gustav Johnson, just under nine tenths of a second. That's impressive on well, a pretty long lap, isn't it? At 1.9, just under two miles long this circuit. So, a few of them on well, quite a few of them on outlaps at the moment, nobody absolutely on a charge at the moment, um, but there's more to come, you suspect. Uh, as we go into the second half of the session. So these uh, young drivers battling on two days since they were running their test here. Uh, now, one of the changes to the uh, rules this year is the way that qualifying works. We've got three races on a weekend as ever, all on British, well, all but one on British touring car weekends. they uh, going to have their first trip to the Silverstone Grand Prix circuit uh, mid-season. Uh, but uh, it's always been the case that qualifying fastest lap and second fastest lap uh, both determined grid starts but they've switched it around this year so whereas last year race one it was your fastest lap in qualifying that set the grid and race three it was your second fastest lap it's the other way around this year so your fastest lap on the grid uh, it's, sorry your fastest lap in qualifying puts you in the grid order for race three, the final race of the weekend from this session. Everybody's second fastest lap in this qualifying session sets the grid for the race that we have today, race one. There's still a reverse grid system in place for race two, the middle race, but now it's going to be a complete grid reversal. Previously, it was only the top 10 grid reversal positions from qualifying. Now it's a complete reversal, although to be including in the reverse order, you've got to have a lap time within 103%. Of the overall fastest lap time. So if you have a say a major problem and you you can't set a lap time and you end up last in the session, that wouldn't give you pole position. You have to have had a reasonably quick time, comparative time to get into that. But effectively, this qualifying session sets the grid for all three races. And that middle race is really gonna be exciting if you've got a complete reversal. The driver that qualifies last ends up on pole. The driver that's fastest ends up at the back of the grid uh, for this one. There's bonus points for the number of positions you overtake as well, up to a maximum of 10 possible bonus points in that middle race. Uh, so we've got to keep an eye on those uh, second fastest lap times as well. You can get that up on the screen if we can. And I can tell you second fastest lap times from the second page of TSL because they are going to set the grid for the, the first race that we'll see. Here we go. Uh, it's the same top three at the moment on second fastest lap times going to Ginchard and Fairclough, but Alibi has had two good laps, so he'll be uh, only eighth on the grid for, in terms of fastest lap times, but his second best lap time would have be fifth on the grid for that first race later on today, but it's all going to change, I'm sure, with five and three quarter minutes still to go in the session, all of them running on the Pirelli slick tyres which were brought into the championship last year to bring them into line with all of the other uh, national Formula 4 championships across the world and Pirelli tyres used and single seaters all the way up through to FIA Formula 2 to give these drivers experience of using that brand of tyre. Lightweight cars as well, they're only 600 kilograms these cars, that's with the driver on board and they brought in the second generation chassis, the Tatchis chassis last year and the turbocharged now Abarth engine which we've brought in as we've got last time around a new fastest lap for Gouda and he's on another quick lap on this one he's just done the absolute best lap of the session 104.604 Louis Sharp improved and he's second but only by thousandths of a second uh, but they're both on flyers here so Gouda's just done the absolute best first set to time ahead of him on the road is Sharp who almost matched that through set to one but missed out on set to two so the laps died away from him this time although he started well for sharp in the number eleven car, Gouda's uh, second set to time backs off as well, thirty six seconds point four. So I don't think he's going to improve on this one either. But they've ended that previous lap and started the next one really quickly. As Aiden Neat goes over the line, he's up to fifth place now in the uh, blue and pink livery number fifty seven car with a one hundred four point nine four eight in the 4-tech machine. And now you've got. Uh, 9 tenths of a second covering the top 15 cars on the grid 15th is Kanato lee the japanese driver first japanese driver in f4 and a front runner last year in the Genetta junior championship as noah lyle starts to make more of an impression now he was fourth he's just gone up to third place now quickest on thursday in the test remember 64.823 the driver that returns to the championship and uh, Ginchard goes over the line it stays in 6th place in the 49 car for Chris Dippman Racing Their traditional blue, black and yellow colour scheme With his teammates this weekend is Gustav Johnson It goes over the line in the 23 car uh, lap time disallowed uh, for number 72 in that session, another ex junetta Junior racer Sonny Smith Three minutes, 30 seconds left on the clock. And Sharp goes quickest, 64.579 seconds by 25 thousandths of a second. He's done it. 64.579 for the number 11 car. So the New Zealander on for pole position here by just 25 thousandths of a second. Uh, Gowder at number 25 down to third. And Alibi has crept up to third place now. Lyle fourth, Higgins fifth, and Neat in sixth place. Ginchard seventh. Fairclough, Huitzenroda, and McIntyre. Rounding out the top ten, f- that's fastest lap times. Sharp has also got the best second fastest lap time. So it's a double pole position at the moment for Sharp. Second fastest lap time will give him pole for race one. And his fastest lap time will give him pole for tomorrow's final race of the weekend. It's Sharp Gowder Lyle. The top three in either case, best lap times and second fastest lap times. Higgins is slightly better off by one position on second best lap times. Is Fifth fastest overall, but his second best time puts him fourth. And you're talking fractions of a second here. Fairclough's just gained a place up to eighth. Got ahead of Johnson, who's been improving of late. Johnson's still the best of the rookies at the moment, though. Number 23 in ninth place. Uh, but you've only got thousandths of a second between those two. 87 Fairclough and 23 uh, Johnson. Uh, two minutes and change remaining, and who's on a good lap here. Noah Lyle has just done a personal best through the first sector in car number two, the Australian. He didn't get to do any international racing at all for those COVID years because of the extra restrictions that were put in place in Australia. He's going over the line now. It's a better lap. It's good enough to put him onto pole position with a 64.527. Noah Lyle goes quickest by half a tenth of a second. Australian first, New Zealander second as it stands with sharp... Uh, on that 104.579 still. still. time for a couple more laps out there, but it's their time in the tyres. Ginchard's fourth now with his best lap. He's just improved a 104.664. Alibi fifth. Higgins in sixth. Neat in seventh. Fairclough back up to eighth place. Canato Lee uh, to ninth. And down to tenth is Johnson. Uh, it's a different pole sitter uh, on second fastest lap times, though, because Sharp still has the best second fastest lap times. So he'd still be on pole for today's race however Noah Lyle might be on another charge here potentially before the flag he's not done a personal best first sector but it's still a good one 19.08.2 that's only just over half a tenth down second sector is a 34.06.8 so he's just got to get the chicane right it could be not the best lap of the session, but it could be good enough to get him a double pole here. If he gets it right, it is. He gets a second-best lap, puts him onto pole position for today's race as well. So he's got a double pole now. He's got the fastest lap, and he's got the best second-fastest lap. And that was critical. And he's got time for one more if he needs it. And he might need it because Sharp got the gap down to six-thousandths of a second last time around with the 64.533, three, 6 thousandths of a second between the top two. And he's just done... A pretty good first sector. He's a bit down in the second sector, a tenth down, so he might not quite do it, but he might sneak one more lap here if he can get across the line in time. Doesn't need to. He's had a great end to the lap, and 64.77 seconds. Sharp goes back to the top of the times by just half a second right at the end of the session. Nine seconds left on the clock. So he's done it. And he's done it on second-best lap times as well. And we've got a red flag to stop the session right at the end, all kicking off there in the last 10 seconds of the session. So Sharp, with the last roll of the dice as it turned out to be, because they're not going to restart that now, has just got it back from Lyle. So Sharp had it. Lyle took the overall fastest time away. Then he took the second-best time away. And then Sharp got them both back with his last roll of the dice. He had a really good end to the lap to do that. And so it is going to be pole position for two of the three races this weekend for Louis Sharp. Uh, So incident out on track over on the the far side of the circuit has brought about the red flags. See where it is on the gravel traps on the cameras. Not yet. We'll try and work out who's not come back. But, wow, sensational session that was for the Rocket F4 British Championship, certified by FIA. Just, in the end, 50,000ths of a second between the top two. It was 6,000ths of a second before that. But it is Louis Sharp that's done it. Pole position in that session. uh, Driver that uh, finished in fourth place in the championship last year. And uh, Louis Sharp last year in his first season of the championship... Got on the front row at Alton Park. That's his first pole position in the championship at uh, three top three qualifying's last year uh, with fastest and second fastest lap times. But that's his first uh, pole position. So Louis Sharp, a double pole it is as well. Tops the times on fastest laps and second fastest laps. So let's go through it. Number 11, Sharp, quickest uh, with a 104.477. Number two, Lyle, just misses out. Second place uh, with a 104. At point 0.5. That's still his best qualifying so far in British F4, though. On his debut, Garrett, number 55, comes home in third place, 64.604, fourth place, and his second season of the championship. Uh, is Daniel Ginchard with his new team, Chris Dittman Racing, a 64.645. He was only 41 of a second behind uh, Gara in the end. Uh, fifth place, number 14, Alibi, on his debut uh, with a 104.805. He was only 40,0ths quicker than Higgins, number 18, who was sixth. And 57, Neat, uh, came home in seventh place in the end with a 64.843. 64.891 for Fairclough, number 87. He was eighth. Ninth was number 78, Sherwood. And in 10th place, number seven, uh, was uh, Stilp. 11th, number six, Lee. 12th, number 23, Johnson. 13th, number 17, Hoitzenroda. 14th, number five, uh, McIntyre. Uh, f- and then we had 15th, number 12, Irfan, being coached by Ricky Carlard as we heard. 16th place uh, for uh, number four, Pizik. 17th number 72 Smith, 18th number 77 Pariat, 19th number 28 Dideka. Uh 20th number 8 uh, Darianani, and 21st Barashi uh with car number 26 but i have to work I have to get a calculator to work out if he's within 103 percent of the time if he is, he I, can't does, is no, I can't believe that your mental arithmetic
1: does not <laughs> stretch to that i can't believe it
0: oh we need a very big spreadsheet and a huge calculator for that <laughs> no chance a so very many years since i did gcse maths out so you know that yeah me too <laughs> um wasn't even called GCSE when you did it. Oh. O levels,
1: <laughs> O levels, grade C. <laughs>
0: oh, that's not bad. No, that's all right.
1: It's a scrape. I be. I be. Um, oh, did you? I don't
0: know. I'm yeah. used My dad was good at math, so he helped me a lot. Oh, I've forgotten it all now. Um, so yeah, if he's if he's within 103%, Barashi will get the reverse grid pole position. Uh, And they'll be completely the other way around. It's going to be interesting that second race of the weekend, that's for sure. Uh, So that is uh, the grid for race three, because that's fastest lap times. The grid for race one is based on second best lap times. And it will be the same top four, Sharp, Lyle, Gowder and Ginchard. But Higgins will be fifth for race one. This is on second fastest lap times. Neat will be sixth, Fairclough seventh, Alibi eighth, Johnson ninth and Sherwood tenth. Erfan uh, 11th, Lee in 12th, Pariat 13th, Stilp 14th, McIntyre 15th, at uh, 16th, Bizik in 17th, Dedecker 18th, Smith 19th, Barashi 20th, and Darianani in 21st place. So that's the way uh, they will shape up, uh, subject to all the post-session checks for races one and three and uh, well fantastic session that was Uh, it's going to be a great championship this year I reckon the Rocket F4 British Championship great start to the weekend for them